You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Damn, from BetQL. There's a handful of games we have not addressed yet for uh, this weekend, your Sunday betting. So let's hit on those uh, with Will Brinson. I'm Joe Ostrowski, BetQL Daily with you uh, till the top of the hour. So the Bears at the Lions. Uh, Goff is always really good indoors uh, at, at home. And let's see, these two teams played in Week 10. It was close. Uh, the Bears probably should have won that game. Bears fans happy they did not, though, because of the draft position. Uh, Detroit won 31-30. to The Bears were up by two touchdowns entering the fourth quarter and gave it away in the very end. Fields, uh, Fields went off. He had 147 rushing yards, two touchdowns. And, well, this is something uh, the Bears themselves have been talking a lot about over the last couple of weeks. They want to get Justin Fields, the all-time rushing record uh, by a quarterback. He's 28 behind Vic which will put him in second, and then 195 yards behind Lamar. Detroit is favored by six, highest total of the week, 52. We've got uh, two over teams here in this matchup, both of them 10-5 and five to the over on the year. I mean, I, I'm not – the Lions are indoors, and you got Justin Fields with the team. By the way, what a, what a, unique, what a unique plot twist. Designed runs for, for Justin Fields, catering to his strengths. What a what a what a wild way to approach uh, being an NFL head coach or an NFL offensive coordinator. I mean, and took like, a while, Luke Getze. Yeah, I did. Like, what, I mean, it took, it took a whole year of Matt Nagy, and then and then finally Getze figured it out in like week six or seven, right? Where he started actually, he'd have the record by now if he'd started running him uh, out of the gates. Credit to them for adapting, because right. a lot of coaches don't do that very well. Um, I mean, I think the over, and, and again, it's probably Pete Prisco and I. We do our uh, Best bet show on, on Thursdays at like one o'clock, youtube.com slash pick six, if you want to check it out. Uh, once you, you know, wrap, once we wrap up here. Um, yes. Pete and I, every week, every week have the Lions over together. Like, every, every, he starts out, he's like, I know it's the, I know it's the obvious play. And I'm like, well, I got it too. I mean, it's been better. It's been, it's worked more often than it hasn't. And I think you see a Lions team that opens things up. These are two defenses that, you know, we thought the Lions oh. were getting better as a defense. No, they're not. They're not great. They, you, can, you can gash them on the ground, as we saw with the Panthers uh, last week. I think Fields is going to get put up a ton of rushing yards, trying to get that record. And I think Jared Goff is going to sling the ball around. The, the Bears have a terrible defense. Just, I mean, and it's, you know, it's a byproduct of, one, a bad roster, and, two, your best players either getting hurt or being traded away by the, you know, by the, by the current regime. And so there's no reason for me to think that this game won't be high scoring. We talked about you know, Buffalo and – uh, Cincinnati being the game, you know, the game that kind of flips, or the, the, excuse me, the Vikings, the Packers being the game that, you know, could decide like fantasy purposes and all that in the final week of the season, final week of the fantasy season. I, I think this is the sneaky game that, you know, 
for DFS purposes, people might be attacking Packers and Vikings. This game, it could have a lot of people scoring a lot of points. What's golf or passing leader? What's Amon Ross St. Brown for receiving leader for the week? Like Ooh, that, on, those on might week? be some, yeah, those might be some looks. Uh, That's a good call. Geez. 28 points per game when Amon Ross St. Brown is playing for the Lions. And yeah, I mean, these player. two. <laughs> These two defenses, they're they're the bottom two in uh, yards per play, EPA per play, whatever metric you want to look at. They're like thirtieth, thirty first, thirty second. I'm not scared off by that fifty two at all. Uh, definitely at all. think the Lions make it, 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 it fifty five, and I'm not scared at all. Detroit could put up fifty easily if <laughs> yeah. they want to. I mean, they could. They could. I'm I'm surprised at how good their offensive coordinator is. Like Campbell did find one in uh, in Ben Johnson, so. I think it would be good for the league if they're still alive for a playoff spot, too. I think the Lions win. Uh, Justin Fields on turf scares me. Like, he could put up a ton of points. That's why I'm not, I'm not really uh, looking to lay six. But I, I would mess with the total and props. Like, I'm on Ross St. Brown. Uh, the Fields rushing prop, I don't know if that's up. It was 74 and a half last week. I mean, that's going to be an easy over. Even if it's, like, touching 80, I would still go over on Fields. Haven't, haven't you been, like, pounding the table for these fields over rushing props, like, like for the last yeah. month or so? Well, they, they've been in the 40s most of the year. Like, that was ridiculous. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, yeah, now, now you're putting them against this defense. Like, yeah, they don't have it posted yet. It was 74 and a half last week against Buffalo outside Soldier Field. So, I'd assume it's going to be close to 80 here, and I'm still not worried about it because it's all – uh, Claypool did not practice. Uh, the Bears don't have anything. Mooney out for the year. They, they don't have anything else. So it's just it's going to be all fields. Well, and and the Lions have actually had um, my boy Ali McNeil's been great on the interior. He's getting a ton of pressures for like for you know, for someone who doesn't you know isn't pure edge rusher. Uh, you know, it's just a Lions defense that you could easily see where they get some pressure on fields because of the the Bears offensive line. And if they do that, he just gets outside the pocket and takes off running. And they just, they're not a very good tackling team, the Lions, particularly in the secondary. <laughs> There's linebackers. I mean, they can't touch anybody. But this is a prime fields get out, just like get. I mean, he could get, he could break the record in this game. Like he could get 200 rushing yards in this game. It wouldn't be that crazy. Yes, he can. That's the move. I, that's the move to ladder, ladder his props over up until like, up to like 150. I, uh, looking at some of the uh, some of the the highlights that were out there this week from the Panthers run game with Foreman and Hubbard last week against the Lions, I don't know what the hell Detroit was thinking. Like the way they were lining up is like, please, here's ten yards a pop right here. Just go go ahead and take it. Uh, let's hit on the Commanders. It's, it's, like, it's not even a great Panthers rushing team, right? Like the Panthers, the Panthers aren't like now, an elite rushing team, and they're okay. Right. Well, the week before they were terrible. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, into they're, yeah, they're they're okay at best, and like they just gashed the Lions. They they said their all time franchise record for rushing guards, and this is a team that had Christian McCaffrey, D'Angelo Williams, and Jonathan Stewart, and like Stephen Davis. I mean, this is a a team that's and it had like John Fox and Ron Rivera. This is a team that runs <laughs> runs runs, and like somehow they set the record with Dante Foreman and and Steve Wilkes against a Lions team that just doesn't know how to play defense. Commanders are favored by two at home against the Browns. They uh, switch again at QB. Carson Wentz is going to be starting under center. Let, let's start with the Watson side. He's had four starts, two touchdowns, three interceptions. Numbers are bad. Should the Browns be concerned, or has Cleveland been in a bunch of bad weather spots, especially last week, worst weather of the week, all, all those high winds, uh, very low total. 
should the Browns be concerned, or is it just it's that time of the year, you're playing for Cleveland, eh, 9.8 points per game, I get it, but he'll be fine. They, they have one offensive touchdown. They don't have more than one offensive touchdown in any of their four games. So, yeah, I think you have to be concerned. Having said that, like, like if, if I trade a bunch of first-round picks for a quarterback with a major off-field problems and he comes mm-hmm. in halfway through the season and this team isn't scoring any points and during his run they get eliminated from the playoffs, I, I'm going to be concerned. Like th- That is a very viable concern to worry about Deshaun Watson. Having said that, I think that to your point about the weather, you throw this fourth game out the window. Like the, those Cleveland games in Cleveland where the weather is that bad, we've seen it you know, year after year. Sometimes it happens in late November. Sometimes it happens in December. The, the, when the weather is that bad in Cleveland, nobody can score points there. So I'm going to throw that one out the window. And I, I, I watching the first, you know, going back and rewatching them too, the, the, three game, the first three games that Sean Watson started, horrendous in the first game. Really bad, like pretty bad in the second one, and a little bit better in the third. Like, I thought he improved incrementally in those three games. So, you know, you, look, you went to Cleveland. The weather's going to be like that sometimes. You know, that's part of the equation. When you trade three first-round picks for a franchise quarterback, you know, you have to understand that sometimes he's going to deal with that weather, and him not playing well in that weather is absolutely concerning. But I do think he got incrementally better over those th- first three weeks he played. I'm very curious to see how he looks mm-hmm. in this game. Uh, let me ask you about an angle that, that's been uh, getting talked up over the last couple of weeks. Teams that play after the Niners game. Washington's that team. They are mm. 0-13, last 13 games. 0-13 after Crazy. playing San Francisco. Do you buy into that? Yes. Kyle Shanahan got asked about it. He's like, that's mm-hmm. cool. He's like, well, I'm glad that's a thing. Because <laughs> we, we try to beat people up. We want to out-physical people. Yeah, I think it's maybe more of a concern. It's interesting, though, because Wentz played, obviously, but he didn't play much. You know, he came in, he came in late, right, um, after Heineke was benched. So does, does that impact him? Like, he, he did play against him, but you know what I'm saying? Like, he didn't spend the whole game just getting popped over and over again by Nick Bosa. Uh, you know, I, I, he's going to get popped by Miles Garrett in this game. That's, I mean, like, I mean, you know. Mm-hmm. Cleveland's defense not very good. I, 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 I'll, I'll be honest, like, I'm sort of, I feel like I'm, I want to take the Browns here, but out of, like, pure bias of me wanting the Packers to make the playoffs because of, because of like, outstanding bets that I have on the Packers, to, like, to, to, like, long shots. So, because if Washington wins one or loses one and the Packers win out, the Packers are in. But, man, Cleveland is not a good football team. And this Washington defense plays pretty well. I, the, the San Francisco thing, I think, is legit. I think that's a, I think that's a factor. I think you're going to look at a Washington offensive line, a defensive line that's going to be beat up coming into the game, and maybe that's a maybe that maybe it helps out Cleveland enough where they can they can steal a win here. Yeah, I want to take Cleveland, but a team that doesn't score points, laying points, that worries me some. Uh, let's hit on Niners Raiders. Yeah, the, the the QB change yesterday, we saw that. I'm checking to see if the line is jumped even more now we're still at 10 Niners minus 10 yeah jeez a 10 point favorite with a 41 and a half total I mean like what what does that tell you to expect here Uh, a a 10 point favorite rookie quarterback last draft pick on the road laying 10 points uh Stidham is your quarterback 
San Francisco could uh, take a bunch of these awards. It looks like Bosa is going to get your defensive player of the year. Shanahan's now getting talked about for coach of the year. CMC could get comeback. Purdy in the mix for offensive rookie of the year, even though a limited amount of games, I wouldn't put him in there. Um, it doesn't seem like they're going to push for Debo to come back this week, even though it sounds like he could. Uh, I, I don't see why you would now that Stidham's going to be playing for the Raiders. Yeah, you, you – I mean, you don't take any games for granted in the NFL. I mean, and I certainly don't think Kyle Shanahan is going to do that. But you, you have to look at this game and think, man, like, you know, we've got I – mean, come on, we've got like, – you're, you're, you're rolling out like Jared Stidham. And they're rolling out Jared Stidham because of, you know, we talk about that San Francisco factor, right? 13 and – or like 0 and 13, um, you know, teams getting beat up by, by the 49ers defense and Nick Bosa. The, the 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 Raiders don't want Derek Carr catching like a, a five or six sacks from Nick Bosa as he tries to lock up Defensive Player of the Year. And there's been a lot of that talk about Defensive Player of the Year in the public. Like people hyping Micah Parsons, coaches being asked about Nick Bosa and saying, you know, he's the guy. Like D'Amico Ryan's was like, I don't know who else would be Defensive Player of the Year. Bosa knows a monster game in this spot locks it up for him. And I think that's why the Raiders yeah. bench Derek Carr because they don't want him getting hurt when he gets hit by Nick Bosa 12 times, breaks his leg, and all of a sudden they owe him $40 million. San Francisco is on a heater. Their last loss was to the Chiefs on October 23rd. This team is rolling. Now, the competition hasn't been that stiff, but the Raiders are not a good team. They've, you know, they've given up 20 points once in that span, and it was against Washington last week when they hung 37 on them, and it wasn't a close game. I don't see – I think it's either you lay the points with San Francisco or you just stay away. You cannot think about taking Jared Siddham even getting 10 here. No no chance. All right, one more. Colts at the Giants. The Giants are in the playoffs if they win. Uh, all eight wins by the Giants are by one score. Everybody rips on the Vikings for the one-score record. Giants right there as well. Colts are a disaster. Short week for Saturday. Uh, Foles should not be playing. This is a disaster. But it's it's also like I don't want to lay six with Daniel Jones at home where he actually ha- where he plays worse. I mean, what do you do? Do you tease the Giants just just win the game? That's I think gross. That, you know the Giants. The Giants' pass rush has been legit the last. You know, like Kayvon Thibodeau looks like the best pass rusher in the class right now, and you've got uh, Leonard Williams as well there. You you know this is a team that can get after. Uh, you got uh, Dexter Lawrence too. Lawrence has been playing really well as well. He gets pressure on the interior like crazy. He's a he's a big body. I know he's a Dave Gettleman guy. I love he 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 went to high school around here. He stud at Clemson. I, I knew you yep. knew Gettleman was going to draft him like that big a dude. And but it's it's worked out in the sense that he is as good as his pedigree advertised. Maybe the draft pick was a little bit uh, too high. But this is a pass. This is a pass rush that against that offensive line for the Colts. We saw what happened, Joe, uh, you know, with that Chargers game. I mean, they can't pass protect at all. They might be highly paid. They cannot pass protect at all. They're, if they drop the Foles out here, he's going to get sacked another seven times, and the Giants are going to win the game. But I'm with you. I don't, I don't think you can lay a touchdown with Danny Dimes at home in December. I will say this about that, this Giants team. They remind me so much of the 2017 Buffalo Bills, like playing way above their head, Coached by you know, McDermott and, and then you know, Dable, you know, Dable and Joe Shane came, came from Buffalo. Get to the move. They benched Tyrod Taylor for Nate Peterman at one point during the season, and that, that went very, very poorly. They get to the playoffs, go out in the first round. I think it was the Jaguars who took him down. And, but, like, it's, it's more about the stability of the organization moving forward when you look at this team. Like, I don't think – you just can't lay seven with them. They're, they're, a, 
they are a well-coached team that is playing above its head in terms of their performance. You, you just mentioned uh, the Niners game. Bose can lock up this that award. Uh, there's another award that can be won here. And I don't know if the players care about it. Saquon's the co-favorite with Geno for comeback player of the year. He, I think they he care has about a that. big game. Yeah, he could have a big game. And Geno should not be the co-favorite the way they've been played. They haven't covered the last six games. They've, they've been falling apart. I think it's going to be McCaffrey or uh, Saquon, even though that's typically a quarterback award. Lightning bets next on the BetQL Network.